0: Welcome to Booked, where two guys talk nonsense for an hour. No books this week, Rob. We're not going to talk about any books, I think. All right. I have something to take um, take issue with right away.
1: Okay. I, w- I was hoping we'd get it in under an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Listen, you know when we plan to do short episodes, they never work out that way, right? Yeah. They always end we're up like being the same, yeah. In and out, and we're going to get this done. You're going to be like, I have an hour and 28 minutes of audio. So um, it's another interlude. I, I feel I don't know. Three, our last episode is 360, and I feel like like it's a marker. And I have no reason to think this a marker that we should have talked about for some reason. Like come full circle or something. That's a lot of fucking episodes.
1: Oh, like each each episode is a degree in a circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh. I didn't think of that. I was thinking 365 would be maybe a milestone because it would be like
0: for days of a calendar year or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. I guess yeah, we get to make up our own milestones as we go. So 361 totally special cuz it's the one after the one I forgot to talk about which was 360. So, <laughs> that's how we're going to celebrate this one. Yeah, we're ha- we're one
1: episode into the circle that takes us to 720. Correct.
0: Yeah. yeah Good lord, 720. <laughs> I'm talking about it like it's a lot like we're already there, but really I- our journey to the second circle of podcasting has just begun. Yeah, we're it's like rebirth or something we're getting off to a great start we were, doing, we were right. doing much better when we were reviewing books like we knew we had like a, an agenda and we knew what we were going to talk about and then now we just kind of wing it a little bit right i mean yeah but the winging is great
1: if you ask me i like like i know that you were you re-listened to the first episode a while back <laughs> and you were not super impressed and no. i i've i was i think it was going back to I went back to like the older ones, like I think the holiday ones, and then I went back to one of a newer, a newer one, and I was like, "God damn, I love how we just talk. It's great."
0: All right. Well, let's see if we can pull off another great talking episode. Rob, you have recently returned back to your temporary home from a yeah. weekend of wild debauchery, is my understanding. Now, the evidence I've seen, all, all I've seen as far as evidence goes, is a bunch of guys sitting around a, like a taco joint or something. So I'm not sure. <laughs> How much debauchery there was, but you recently returned back home to the Chicagoland area for a bachelor party, which we talked about, I think, on the last two episodes that this was uh, this was going down. So, yeah. uh, how was uh, how was your weekend, buddy? Um, well, all right. So, I think you and I have
1: privately talked about just look get the logistics out of the way. Don't do what I did as far as travel goes, because I flew back. I'm in I'm in California, and I flew back to Chicago. My flight left at 7.30, and it's a four-hour flight plus the two hours extra time. I got in at 1.30 in the morning, and then I had like an hour and a half to drive to get to the hotel, so I got to sleep at like 4 in the morning. Um, then I had to wake up early to get everything prepared for the bachelor party, so that there was no sleep that day. The following night was the bachelor party, which I'll talk about, so I got in at like 5 o'clock that morning. Uh, no sleep that night, and then the, uh, the following night... I don't know why I thought this was a good idea, but I booked a really early flight Sunday morning. So I had to leave for the airport at like 4.15 in the morning uh, to get there on time and all that kind of stuff. So like no sleep a third night in a row. It was like no sleep the whole time.
0: Can I? I have a question. Yeah. What the hell did you have to prepare for a bachelor party exactly? Now, I've, I've, I've only participated in one bachelor party in my entire life, and I was totally just a guest. Like I showed up. What kind of preparations oh, were involved? I mean, I had to do little things like, um,
1: so I flew. I I packed really light, so I uh, I flew out with just like regular old like t-shirts for breweries or whatever. And I knew that we'd be going to some like gentlemen's clubs later on, so I was like, I got to have something just in case they enforce a dress code. So, it's a booked I, t-shirt it is. <laughs> I went and I bought a polo shirt. Nice, classy. Hello shirt, yeah. Um, then I had to do some just general, like because I didn't check a bag, that means I didn't bring any like toiletries or anything, so I had to do sh- the shopping for that. It was just a bunch of little little things like that. I was Stopping hoping you to, like,
0: would say like I had to make t-shirts for <laughs> the groomsmen, and you know, kind of like like when women go out for bachelor oh, parties. <laughs> like I had no, to make yeah. John a crown and, uh, and a scepter, the, <laughs> the penis
1: <laughs> necklace or whatever. No, none of that. No, okay. no. It was, it was really, and so far my story is super boring. Um, but uh, it was uh, like, so the groom, my friend John, who we've mentioned on the podcast before, uh, I will say upfront, very, very tame requests. He wanted to go out to dinner. He wanted to do some drinking. And then he wanted to go to some strip clubs. And that was it. So um, I didn't really have a huge, huge burden. And um, so the first two were super easy. We went to Kuma's and Schaumburg because I think he specifically mentioned wanting to go to Kuma's, and then we went to a brewery in Elk Grove Village called Microphone Brewing, which is kind of a trendy newer
0: brewery. I saw your uh, your your um, cup. Not cup. Was it a, just a Collins glass or something from there? Yeah, yeah. It looked pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's good. So
1: brewery went fine, and I was obviously in both places encouraging john to to drink because i wanted him to get drunk i wanted to punish him for making me fly across the country to show him boobs because like it's the fucking 2017 you can go on the internet and see that um and then we went to the strip clubs yes
0: so tell us about the strip clubs i was trying i was trying to do the thing where i'm like so tell me about instead of being like all right so let's talk strip clubs because that you know this is like the foreplay for the uh for the main event so you yeah, went yeah, yeah. To, to multiple strip clubs,
1: is that correct? Multiple strip clubs. So before I t- talk about my experience with
0: strip clubs this time, have have you ever gone to a strip club, Livius? I have been to um, a, a strip club twice. Um, once when I was 19, 18 maybe. Um, a friend of mine was back from the military, which is not the reason we went. That's going to be a little before your time, but... Do you if you ever heard of a, a porn star from the eighties named Vanessa Del Rio? Um, I may have heard the name. Right. but so she was anything. kind of a legend. Um, I I don't I don't even know I don't even know if there's <laughs> like p- if porn is now politically correct too. But she always played like the Mexican maid, so she always talked with like. The, I'm not going to do it because I but like the really accent. like heavy, yeah, exaggerated <laughs> accent. And and she was like a kind of like a more voluptuous woman. Um, so uh, she was there, and and that's something that that you know uh, amongst guys my age at the time was kind of a big name. So we took this opportunity to go. And then maybe for my twenty fourth or twenty fifth birthday, around that time was the only other time. So it has been a solid twenty years since I have set foot in a strip club. So you never went to bachelor parties or anything, or they just didn't have the strip club? So I went to one bachelor party, um, and I would have to imagine that that the chances of the person uh, who I'm going to talk about listening is probably not. Not not that the groom was really bad. All right, here's my bachelor party story. Uh, Again, I was a guest, and I was, oddly enough, a friend of the bride that I'd known um, since high school. Um, but had become friends with, with her and her, you know, with her fiance and stuff through hanging out. And I was invited to the bachelor party, which was in a private room in the back of a bar. So, uh, the best man, I think lived upstairs from the bar, if I remember correctly and talked the owner into letting us use the back room. And, you know, we would just get beer for whatever price. And we would just have to kind of like bus our own beers back and forth to the, the back room, like pitchers of beer. And they hired a professional stripper, meaning someone you get at the time, I think, out of a newspaper because I don't even think online was a thing at the time. But then there was a uh, <laughs> the night before the bachelor party, the best man and, and one of the other guys are sitting at a bar and they're talking like, all right, so this is what time, you know, this is going down. Everyone's getting there and I've got the money to give the, the owner of the bar and blah, blah, blah. And this woman overhears them and says, oh, do you need a stripper? Because I am a stripper. And they said, no, no, we already hired someone. Thanks for the offer. And she was like, all right, how about for fifty bucks, I just um, waitress for you guys, topless, and whatever I can make in tips. So uh, they go, well, oh, this sounds like a great idea. So uh, this girl's hanging out topless and and uh, you know pouring our beers for us, but then you know doing little like mini lap dances for for uh, tips and stuff. And I'm not drinking the whole time. Like I've I've really kind of soured on the thing, but I'm kind of hanging out. You wanna, I feel you're like wanted to bleeding.
1: focus on the boobs, is. It? <laughs>
0: yes yeah i want to focus on the boobs this thing went so south so quickly
1: can i strippers
0: can i make a guess yes i'm gonna guess that the
1: hired strippers got pissed that the waitress woman who was topless was taking all their their income and a fight broke out
0: no no not even Ah, close damn it the um, the stripper shows up with her little, like, bodyguard guy, and she does her, I don't know, like, 20-minute routine. And it was, it was your pretty standard fare, you know, groom on the floor, her pulling money out of his mouth with her vagina kind of stuff. You know, just your standard fare <laughs> stripper stuff, right? But, I mean, like, very professional, very classy. She got paid and she left. The other woman, the topless waitress stripper, has been drinking now for hours. And she's like... That was bullshit. That was a lame strip tease. I can't believe you guys paid her for this. I'll show you what, what real strippers do. Okay. And at one point, she is literally like a seal going from guy to guy uh, and going down on them. On like five different guys that are there. So this thing is gone. Okay, yeah. Way off the fucking wow. rails. Yeah, way off the <laughs> rails. So at this point... very sober Livius is honestly just policing the event and trying to make sure that, that it doesn't get way the fuck out of hand. But it starts to break up and stuff, and she's telling one of the guys, like, hey, I know where we can get some coke. And she goes, hey, you know, drive me over there, we'll get some coke, and we'll come back. So this idiot goes with her. Well, they're gone for like an hour and a half, and everybody else has to meet the women from the bachelorette party at a bar, you know, another bar down the street. So I go, listen, I'll wait for this guy so he knows where we're going and, and, you know, whatever. So I hang back. I literally, it's like midnight, and I'm sitting in the back room of a bar, reading a book, no bullshit, after after a bachelor party, waiting for this guy to come back. He finally shows back up. He gave this woman like $150 for her to go into a bar and get this cocaine. Do you see how I'm going with this now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He waits, you know, twenty, thirty. Oh, she throws up on the way to the bar. First of all, in his car, he gives her money. <laughs> she takes off with the money. He waits, you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five minutes. Goes into the bar. She's gone. Now he's got to explain vomit in his car. He's lost a hundred or hundred fifty bucks or whatever it was. And it was just a, it was a terrible experience. It kind of soured me a little bit on bachelor parties. I mean, rightfully so. That sounds
1: insane. So like. Everything that I'm going to tell you now is going to seem
0: super tame <laughs> uh, in comparison. Um, yeah, but because, it's not ancient history, because mine, that, I was, God damn it, I was probably yes. 20 at the time. <laughs> Pre-internet bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, seriously, they had to probably, like,
1: like go through a phone book <laughs> and call for a stripper. <laughs> well, that's why you probably trusted your random waitress um, with, uh, with wanting to be part of the festivities back then because there was no other there was no vetting there was no
0: yelp like yeah there was yeah i was gonna say there's no rating system <laughs> like this woman is legit you know an honest stripper who will blow you and five of your closest friends for for tip money yeah that just sounds so like unappealing like Dude, it was terrible and i will say and it doesn't matter because this my friend who i don't talk to very all very often at all anymore um has been divorced from this guy and then subsequently i think two other guys Anyway. any rate um he did not participate in any of that he did do the the the, the regular stripper part like the expectation yeah. was to to participate in the the stuff with the regular stripper which all was very tame and there was no touching no you know it was just your i don't know you have the shit you see in a movie yeah, yeah, you yeah know yeah, when yeah. the stripper shows up at the office party kind of thing so but yeah he didn't participate but his friends did quite quite a bit <laughs> so that's
1: that's bonkers man um Actually, this, yeah, like I have been a part of several bachelor parties in the past, and they've all been, you know, pretty tame. Um, I think only one other one involved a strip club at all. Um, But this one, we went there, we did that, and I've gone to strip clubs in the past, but like you, it's been a while. So there was, uh, like, two or three years ago, I went to a strip club for a different bachelor party, but before that, it was like, over a decade i mean it's not something that i do um and so the place that you've uh, for anybody who's from chicago the bachelor party i went to a few years ago was at the admiral mm-hmm. That's and i think the, it's the the, bat, the
0: two times i was at a strip club was we're at the admiral
1: yeah yeah and and i think it bears mentioning in 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 the illinois like laws about strip clubs is if you're gonna have full nudity you can't have alcohol um, it's like one or the other, you can have alcohol and, um, topless, or you can have no alcohol and full nudity. And so the Admiral has no alcohol, full nudity, but it is like very much on the up and up. It's got like very strict rules. And, and it's in like, in my experiences there, it's always been like very strict about like the touching thing where like, even if you just like think about touching one yeah. of the girls somewhere. Like, the bouncers have some sort of weird, like, mental telepathy, and they know, and they just kick your ass out. Like, that's been my my lifelong experience. Is that kind of where you are, too?
0: Yeah, and, and the Admiral, at least many, many years ago, was a super nice place. I mean, it looked like a place out of the movies. Like, you find that, you know, you go to bars or nightclubs, they never look like the ones in the movies do. This was a, and again, 20 years ago, super classy place, and yes, absolutely, um, no touching security everywhere the girl super friendly and nice but yeah it was it was definitely a hands-off experience yeah they definitely make their money on
1: um the quantity of 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 tame dancing they don't just go for big bucks to do weird stuff and now i've never gone into like i've never done a champagne room kind of thing i don't even know what really happens in a champagne i'm assuming they just take a lot of your money and do the same thing um (laughs) Uh, unless you have any insight on that. Um, and I've never really done like those private dances where you go in another room, just like table, table dance kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I was not prepared for this weekend at all. So where where did you go? Where, what is the, you've been to two, where where was the first one? First one is called gold club. Okay. And it's kind of by O'Hare airport and it's apparently a newer place. It's only, I think it's been around less than a year. Um, And so they had like what you would imagine a strip club would look like. There was like a big, like a stage in the, in the center of the floor. And then there was like a VIP stage where like prettier girls were or something. I don't really know exactly what was going on. They have alcohol. They serve alcohol. So topless. And, um, there was like this deal where if you paid, it was like $10 cover, but if for 30, you drank unlimited between 10 and midnight. And so like everybody got the bracelet, but me. Because I was driving, so I didn't do any drinking. There's no table dances there. They always take you back in the little room. And it's like 30 bucks. And when you get back there, they literally tell you. And I was like, I was not prepared for this. They're like, yeah, as long as the bouncer's not looking, you can touch everything except for, like, where the baby comes from. (laughs) It's a weird weird thing for a stripper to say. (laughs) Well, I might be paraphrasing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they're like, I mean, to be frank, like the, the, the main line was like, you can touch anything but my pussy. And it's like, Jeez. what? I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And then, and so like, it goes from my experience going back to the Admiral is very much like, yeah, it's a horny dude thing to do, but at least there's like this, like, there's like a line you don't cross and there's like some sort of respect and there's like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And here it's like, you're just like groping a lady
0: and Yeah. I was I was not I was not prepared for that. So you participate. You were in this. You went. You did the back room thing, right? Yeah, of course okay. I did. I guess I'm I'm confused though. <laughs> like, so this is what they do, and I'm guessing it's to increase tips, right? Like, the more you touch, they're assuming the more you're going to leave them as a tip on top of the thirty dollars. Well, I'm thinking here's where it here's where I think it it
1: it, it is a it, it's a profitable thing, um, <clears throat> when you. When you have that barrier of like, well, this is only gonna go so far. When the song is over, you're like, all right, here's your ten bucks, and I'm on my way. And maybe I'll get a dance uh, with someone yeah. else later. If you're like full on like touching and grinding and stuff, mm-hmm. and that song's over, you're like, well, I need a little more time. Here's another thirty dollars.
0: Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to think of like as long as the bouncer isn't looking. Like if this chick was working completely just off the books, or no, everybody had that approach. So I think that. <laughs>
1: The fucking (laughs) bouncer just has no idea what's going on, apparently. I have a feeling that that's kind of like... It's not supposed to be, but it is the, uh, the kind of general way things go at that place.
0: I almost get the feeling that it's a little bit of a dupe, right? Like, I'm not supposed to be doing this, so if the bouncer's looking... Oh, yeah, yeah it's totally I mean? almost They're trying it to make more, it yeah. more forbidden than it than it is, because the bouncer right. just gets five bucks for every dance they do back there. So he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, yo, you're getting way more than you're supposed to
1: Did to do. And then you're going to be like, oh, I better do this. I better get it while I can. So.
0: So yeah. overall, your experience at the Gold Club, if you had to, if you if this is if this is a review <laughs> episode <laughs> of Booked, how many stars would you give this experience? Out
1: of five stars. Uh, Gold Club, I would give I would give three stars. I liked it. Okay, <laughs> it was okay. Um, I mean, I think the the losing of stars, and, I, and 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 again, it's just not. I'm not a strip club guy, but like, like at some point, there's. I, I started really thinking about like you were saying the, the psychological. Like I know they're just doing this, because they know they'll get my money. Like I know that I wasn't like some lucky dude who happened to find the right stripper at the right day, who was you know doing more for the money or whatever. Um, but then there was also just like, you feel kind of slimy.
0: Yeah, I think, um, and, and in my experience, I had, you know, um, numerous, whatever table dances the, the couple times. And we, we used to go, when I went to Columbia college in Chicago, there was a, I don't, I don't even count this as a strip club though. Cause much like you were saying, you could have like girls like in lingerie or in their underwear as just dancers and have beer or whatever, yeah. just a full on bar so i stumbled into this bar by accident once again this is 1990 i stopped there to make a phone call figuring they had a Mm payphone. so i walk this bar and a guy's like hey i need to see your id i was like dude it's in the car and i was i was like 18 i think i was like i just need to make a call and i've got like quarters in my hand he's like all right go straight through make a call and come back and i thought well that's a little weird but okay it's a bar so he let me in without an id So I walk in, this place opens up to girls like pole dancing, but they're either in bikinis or, like, you know, a a nightie or something. So we did go to that place a couple times. But like I said, I hardly consider it a strip club. They basically came out undressed, danced for, you know, four minutes to whatever Motley Crue song, and then, you know. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I've never had – and I would imagine, like, it gets weird. Like, it almost – it's almost like you become a John, I think, in your mind. Because now you're going in your back. When you're hanging out with your buddies and there's a naked girl dancing at your table, there's some cool factor there, right? Like, yeah. hey, we're all looking at this this really pretty naked woman, whatever. When you go into a private room for something, I think that the ick factor probably goes. I'm not saying that it's ick here. I'm saying I could see what you're saying is how you felt a little, you know, see-y. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the ick factor for me would probably go up a little bit if I now am paying this woman in a private room where, you know, I can squeeze her boobs the whole time or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, like,
1: but at the same time, it's like, I'm there. Like, that's what I'm here for. I'd feel like, I don't know. I would feel kind of equally weird if I just didn't do anything. Like there's this, like, it's almost like a weird social contract. Like, like I, I know that if I talk to one of these girls and I don't do one of the things I'm taking, their money out of their pocket by like because that's what their livelihood is <laughs> hustling money out of dudes for getting naked
0: yeah i'm gonna put this girl through college because it's the right, right
1: thing to do <laughs> i know like yeah so um it's just it's a really unique social situation um so that was gold club gold club was nice um once the basically we were there from 10 to 12 and once the wristbands ran out up, yeah we bonked out and um by then, like everybody, I was watching these guys drink, and and granted, they were drinking like shitty beer, but like I, I mean, each of them had to put down like five or six beers, uh, maybe more, because it was we were there for two hours, so they were getting pretty, pretty toasty. And then we went to this other place called Atlantis. We found Atlantis.
0: Apparently. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, what is the location for Atlantis? Since you'll be providing a review for that place. Yeah. Too. <laughs> it's um it's not in a good
1: it's not in a good neighborhood um you're, are you familiar how, how familiar are you with the south side um a little a little bit little bit not, not very are, much are you familiar with like the ford heights
0: chicago heights area I, i've been <laughs> i wouldn't say i'm familiar but I, I i've been and yeah not necessarily um i mean it's essentially out in the middle of nowhere but yeah.
1: like in the like the bad nowhere uh, okay very close to northwest
0: indiana yeah. I got you. So you're, you're heading back toward John lives in Northwest Indiana. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out what the hell would draw you to there. But I guess that makes yeah. sense if you were kind of making your way back home, so to speak.
1: Yeah, we were going on recommendations. And so um, get to Atlantis. It's probably like one, 1 in the morning, maybe. Maybe a little before that. Um, and like if Gold Club threw me off, I, I mean, I was less prepared for Atlantis. <laughs> like we this is where it gets kind of nutty we sit down at this table and first of all john wanted to go right up and just sit at the um at the stage
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i'm like dude that's great but we need a home-based table we can't just sit up at the stage like the whole time we're there that's weird
0: mm-hmm.
1: right would you agree
0: um yeah i mean if it's a group of guys yeah i would say you'd, you'd hang back a little bit and get a table
1: yeah so get a table and immediately, like this group of you know all the girls come around to like hit up the new guys or whatever, and um, John's gone within like a minute. Like he's talking to some girl, and then boom, going for a dance. Like it was almost instantaneous. And I was like, "All right, good job, buddy." I, we look, and me and me and the other guys are just kind of talking and chatting with each other. We look over, and a girl is just stroking the crotch of one of my one of my friends for like nice. five minutes. While she's talking to him, hmm. and I'm like, if this doesn't end in a dance, this man has like the most,
0: like, yeah. or, control or, of anybody or, in the world. Yeah. Or he doesn't, and he's like, I don't need the <laughs> dance, thanks. Oh God. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that could be it. And so, like, that's the kind of that's the level uh, that we were at. in this place was just like random, like, groping um, at the table. He did go for a dance with her. Then um, we we're sitting around chilling, talking, and stuff. And this girl sits down on my chair. And her breasts are just out already at the table. And she grabs my hands and puts them on them and says, are they nice? And I was like, well, what are you going to say? No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) she leans in, whispers in my ear. I want to take my panties off.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jesus! I was like,
1: Oh God. Yeah. Uh, All right.
0: So here's, here's what I'm imagining too. And, And again, my, my experiences were, were far more tame than, than yours. Um, you know you know it's 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 fake right but goddamn, oh, yeah. how do you know <laughs> like i mean you just you go yeah i fucking want you to too right here's 30 bucks or whatever the <laughs> fucking cost is so well and that's the tricky thing like
1: w- what if you're not particularly attracted to the exact girl that's saying that to you
0: like what if the girl you, that you're like
1: ooh, i'd like to say that is over there talking to
0: someone else right so there is um <sighs> there's a sliding scale um, and, and this is mostly for any women that are that are listening. Uh, I'm going to equate this a little differently because I had explained this to to my girlfriend many many years ago while it was uh, we were coming home from a bar really late one night. and She was confused as to uh, the friends I was with and the girls they were coming on to by the end of the night, like one two a.m. <laughs> okay, I think I know where this is going. Right. So um, <laughs> there's a <laughs> it, this is how this is how men work. Okay, the girl that you want to say that to you in this in in my particular scenario it would be the girl like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna call her and you're gonna text with her and you're gonna take her out to movie and a dinner and and maybe you don't make a move and then it's the next time, right? So there's a value in putting in the effort to that. At the other at the other extreme is if you woke up um, and you were aroused and you could just roll over onto something that's next to you. <laughs> and by something I mean a woman, but of whatever. <laughs> indeterminate number on a scale of one to ten, like the amount of work that goes into that is just, like, it it could be like a one or a two, I think. So, I don't know. I mean, everybody has their own scale. I'm thinking the girl that's whispering in your ear that she wants to take her panties off is a go, because she's the one whispering in your ear that she wants to take her panties off. That's where I'm at with this. And the one that's across the room that you were checking out, she's busy with other shit, dude. You gotta let that go. Yeah. Well, I resisted the girl who wanted to
1: take her panties off and i had i found my golden parachute like early in the evening at at the gold club Mm -hmm. it was the groom anytime anytime i didn't want a girl to talk to me i'd be like well i'm here for him you know and then kind of just like push people off and he was off getting a dance so i was like you know what we just got here i want to make sure my friend has a good time why don't you come back around later and she's like, You'll, you, you should get a dance for him. And I was like, yeah, yeah, just come back around, and never saw her again. So
0: was she? Uh, was she? Was she really not attractive? Was that the the deal? Yeah, she was not the best. She's right. not not the best. So uh, that's fair. Yeah, I so. will say that my recollection of the admiral was that um, even if if not all the girls were you know, quote unquote, your type, that all of them would have been considered uh, pretty high on the scale of attractiveness.
1: I agree. I agree to that. Like, the girls, yeah. The girls at both of these places were pretty high, pretty good quality for, like, uh, attractiveness and everything for, um, across the board. But there were somewhere I was just like, I'm just not into that look or whatever. So the girl who put my hand on her boobs just happened to be <laughs> the I'm not into that look, uh, category. So, uh, that was it. I mean, like, that, uh, that it was just like, you know, all that, I just wasn't, I was not mentally prepared for, like, you can actually touch the body at all, and so, yeah, that really threw me off.
0: All right, Um, a couple questions, Uh, do you know if your friend John would be okay with you spending half an hour now talking about his, his escapades? Hmm. Oh yeah, like the the level that I've talked about it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank thank, thank God, because I, I was going to say if not, that's a half hour <laughs> podcast we have to cut out. Um, I mean, would you would you happen to know if there's anybody else that was in this group that maybe might have been on this podcast that you might want to mention or or is that? I mean, <laughs> I'll leave that. You do the editing, so I'll leave that up to you. Yeah, um,
1: actually, Adam, whose legs don't work, Adam from Oshkosh, whose yeah. legs don't work, went to the um, went to the bachelor party as well. He did not touch a boob all night. He had actually yeah, at one seems- point, and I'm going to call him out on the podcast for this. He said, no, he listens. In the preparations for the bachelor party, at one point in a text conversation, literally said the words, we're too old for strip clubs.
0: You know, I, I was I was thinking about that because I, I knew he knew John, and but I also know he lives way the fuck out, like three hours <laughs> away just from us, and then like another hour to Indiana, right? So, mm-hmm. um I was wondering if he would go, but I also, I had thought to myself from what, you know, and I don't know Adam, whose legs don't work all that well, um, but I really thought that might not be his thing.
1: Yeah, you really nailed that one. It's just not, I I don't know, like, I I don't know if it's just, I'm sure that he likes looking at women. Well, Um, I mean, yeah. I, I guess, like, maybe he's just not vibing on the whole, like maybe he thinks like oh and then another friend was all talking about like being a feminist while we're at the strip
0: club and i was just like shut up <laughs> i'm fairly well, certain but he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't but there's listen there's two so. types of feminists right you've got the one who says what they do is wrong and it's demeaning to women and you've got the other feminists that say it's empowering. Well, she's a woman she can do whatever she wants right so i guess it depends
1: yeah. i <laughs> I, it... I hit him with the empowerment thing and then i just shut it down
0: all Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anything else you want to say um, before we move on? To, you thought we wouldn't have an hour's worth of content, man. Yeah, 32 we're minutes we're seeing in. that right now. <laughs> um, you can
1: actually, I, I do want to make an announcement. I haven't even told you about this, Libbyus, Um, but John and I are going to be starting a podcast called Stripped.
0: Where you review. Oh, perfect.
1: <laughs> I love it. I yeah, love it. So the five star. Oh, I didn't do a rating for. Atlanta. Oh, yeah, so it's, yep. I don't know exactly how to rate it because like um i was like i think i was equal parts like bewildered and like enchanted but also scared i was kind of all over the map like there was
0: was... a book you'd give it five stars
1: yeah (laughs) i'm trying to think of the literal the literary equivalent of of this strip club called atlantis um but let's just go it was definitely a step up from gold club so we're gonna go four stars on atlantis
0: There you have Both of them are going to be shut down because this podcast is going to be used as evidence that they do things they're not supposed to. So you better get there quick before this gets posted. Um, I guess, wait, hold on, that doesn't work that way. Anyway, (sighs) well, that sounds like a really um, fun-filled weekend for you, Rob. Yeah, I mean, there was no, like, topless
1: waitresses blowing everyone or anything like that. But um, I I think everybody got a little more than they were. Than they were expecting to so. they bargained for
0: it yeah, that, oh it's my all god wording right now. <laughs> so. like,
1: and then and then there's one moral quandary is like now that i know like going in unaware there's like a level of innocence like i can't fully be to blame but if i go back
0: yeah i know yeah so, that's, we'll that's a little yeah i don't know well i guess we'll uh, we'll follow up on this next time you have a bachelor party to attend
1: yeah i'm fucking tired of people getting married
0: Now um, I'm going to (laughs) contrast your weekend to to, um, part of my weekend. Actually, this is this has been developing over the last week. So (laughs) Rob is uh, jet setting all about the country, going to strip clubs. Um, I and and I know I think Rob knows this. I don't know if I ever talked about podcast. I I have trouble sleeping sometimes. Um, So I have uh, I have always been interested in in. I don't know, alternative methods to help you sleep, I guess, just because I'm willing to try them. And, and I have nights where I just, you know, lay in bed for three hours and, and can't fall asleep. So I occasionally will pop onto, you know, Reddit or, uh, you know, some YouTube or whatever. And I think this came to me via YouTube in that I was looking up for some like sleep music. Um, and typically what what this means for me is I, I put in my headphones and I listen to some sleep type stuff and, and hope to fall asleep. Now I've, I've tried like, and I'm going to, butcher this binaural beats binaural beats do you know what that is binaural beats yeah okay so i i've tried that and i've tried listening to just classical music and rain sounds and and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't sometimes i go a couple weeks without trying anything because i'm just like sleeping okay so of late i've been having some trouble getting to sleep and somehow i came across have you ever heard of asmr never all right, so it stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you from uh, the Wikipedia entry. Um, ASMR is a colloquial term used for an experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. Has been compared with auditory tactile synesthesia. It's a little weird. Yeah. Basically, people get a tingling feeling, but it's supposed to be very relaxing. And a good portion of ASMR, and I'm going to speak specifically about videos on YouTube, um, which is where I spent most of my time kind of uh, delving into this, are uh, are sleep-related. You know, a lot of them will say sleep, you know, ASMR for sleep, or ASMR, guaranteed 99% of you will sleep, you know, within 10 minutes, that kind of stuff. So... <sighs> Here's typically what it is, and, and I apologize, because I had a sound clip ready to go, but um, we're unable to use it. It's just a technical issue. So I was going to play some of these sounds for you while I was explaining this to you. So ASMR in general typically has a lot of, like, whispering right into the microphone, you know, and someone telling you a story. So it gets, it gets weird, I guess. You've got two types. You've got, like, ASMR, like, roleplay is what it's called. <laughs> And you've got like ASMR for sleep. No, ASMR is for be sleep. Suxier
1: than my my uh strip club Yeah, yeah. I think yeah.
0: typically is a lot of like tapping on things. So I'm going to try to emulate some of this, and I don't try to use this to sleep because you're probably driving. But you'll get a lot of this, or a lot of this. You know, and it's weird sounds, and it kind of shifts from left to right. And and I will tell you, the very first one I tried, I think I fell asleep inside like 10 minutes, and I had like the weirdest, most vivid dreams um, It Um within like 15 or 20 minutes, and then I woke up because one of the noises apparently was too loud, and I, I woke up kind of a little startled. So I go, well, this shit kind of is weird, but it works. I fell asleep right away, so it was the next night or whatever, <laughs> I put one on, and it, it's going. There's, there's a lot of shuffling of fabrics, and there's scratching on the microphone, and, and it's totally working. I'm super relaxed, and I fall asleep. And then all of a sudden I hear someone whispering shit in my ear, which makes me jump out of my goddamn skin because <laughs> it's the worst. Like it says for sleep, right? And you're listening yeah. to all these really soft and soothing sounds. And then all of a sudden you hear someone going, I hope you're sleeping. And it, ah! <laughs> <laughs> shit, like headphones go flying off my head, right? Um. But I go, no, there's something to this. So there's got to be ones that have no talking. So I'm doing more and more searching. This is over the course of, you know, three or four nights. I'm not spending a ton of time on it. But, you know, for half an hour before bed. I come across, this is where it gets really weird. I mentioned the role-playing. So a lot of them are, like, a fairly pretty girl. And she's whispering to you the whole time. But it's the role-play is like... um, like head massage or like dentist office visit. And there's a lot of whispering in the microphone and these soft sounds. And you see this really pretty girl. Who's the one doing the talking. And I go, all right, this is a lo- I don't understand what somebody would use this for. Like I totally get the sleep thing, but then I came across what might be the weirdest thing of all. So I know this is a really long setup for this. Um, <laughs> you know, YouTube will just start to auto populate like your front page with stuff you've looked at that you might like. Yeah. I see one that says, ASMR adjustments with beautiful young ladies. And there's a picture of a doctor and then a picture of a woman. She's dressed, but you can tell she's kind of busty and she's attractive. So I go, what the fuck is this? So I click on it. And it is a chiropractor who is doing adjustments on women. But the ASMR part is that this is targeted for people who like pretty women, which, as you had mentioned before, is is all of us, right? I mean, as guys, most of us like pretty women but who also like to hear the sounds of cracking from bones being adjusted by a chiropractor. I mean, that's specific. Dude, it is so fucking weird. <laughs> like it's just literally they're adjusting people. And the one guy even referred to, because he's talking the whole time, like, no, I'm going to adjust your C5. <laughs> you know, but he's like, oh, that one was really good. The crack addicts are going to like that one. Uh. so there's a genre and i don't know what (laughs) i i don't get like i said the sleep stuff i i totally get and and i think i'll continue to do some more research i actually found a guy i think is pretty good he does really long you know videos with no talking and it's all weird tapping and shuffling sounds and stuff so i may play with that a little more but there's a whole genre out there of people who I don't know if you're supposed to be with the, like I said, like the women talking in the role play. Like if you're supposed to be fantasizing that you're at the dentist's office and this pretty dental assistant is whispering to you as she's like shoving cotton in your mouth or whatever the fuck that sound is supposed to be. It's really weird, man. I, I, I... Some of these videos have like over <laughs> a million views.
1: So let's let's circle back around. I want to make sure I understand this. This all started because you're having trouble sleeping? Yes. And how did you get from I'm having trouble sleeping to understanding that AMS, MRSA, or whatever? ASMR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is is something that you can
0: do. Um. So if you look up like, um, like sleep sounds or on YouTube, or maybe I looked up sleep music or something, it just yeah. happened to be one of the little sidebar things. And I was like, oh, what are ASMR sounds? So I clicked on it. And I'm actually going to send you a link um, to, have, to get an idea of what I'm talking about. Oh, this is the, this is the worst. It's really weird, right?
1: Uh, I don't like that at all. Now, conceptually, so...
0: the sounds and stuff are interesting. The, the whispering definitely is not going to put me to sleep. Um, there seem to be two types of people. Alright, there's probably like a third type. <laughs> there are the people who just like the sound, they get a tingly feeling, so they just feel good listening to this this soft whispering and shuffling of stuff. And then there's the ones that are just they're designed for sleep. There's no talking. Um, you know, like I said, the sounds are a little softer. Um uh, it's weird, man. I mean I'll, I'll follow up with you if I if I have any like actual success. It just got so weird. Um, here's where's the I'm send you one more link. Let me find this fucking chiropractor guy.
1: <sighs> this, all right, so, um, what is it? It's cilantro, right? Are you familiar with cilantro? How like, either you like the flavor of it or you mm-hmm. think it's awful, yeah. and it's a genetic thing. This is like, this is cilantro for me. Like, if it's <laughs> making you fall asleep, like I just like, it, it's so creepy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there we go. This dude's cracking some backs. Let's uh, let's play this.
0: And note, it says ASMR oh, in it, so it's definitely targeted towards the people who like, which is, this is completely different than what that girl was doing that, that you were just watching the video of.
1: Oh, God. All right. Yeah, I watched about three seconds of that. Fuck that.
0: <laughs> so oh. while you were um, <coughs> debating uh, on, uh, on you know, uh, if you should grope the boobs or not... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was delving into the world of ASMR, and it's really weird shit. By the way, just so you know, there are probably no less than a hundred videos of the um, chiropractic adjustments that you can watch yeah, and, and listen to.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Some of them hey,
0: has forty eight four hundred eighty two thousand views. Now, to be fair, it looks like that girl's in her underwear, which is probably where a lot of those clicks came from, because a lot of the other ones only have like you know twenty thousand views.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it helps people fall asleep, that's okay. But you know this is how brainwashing works, right? Like, they're going to be like, you're going to fall asleep with the shit in the beginning. And in the middle, they're like, you need to send all your money to blah, blah, blah. And then the next thing you know, you're broke. You're on the street corner. You're trying to, like, listen to YouTube on an old ass, like,
0: (laughs) you know, like David James Keaton flip phone. I, um, my next topic is that I seem to be missing some money. (laughs) <laughs> from it's my bank account yeah i don't know what happened <laughs> it's happening <laughs> um nice. well but that's the whole thing so not all of it there's no way that the chiropractic stuff is for people trying to sleep i mean that's definitely a, a a visual thing less than an auditory thing i think i don't know man all i know is that there is so much weird shit out there that we haven't even like like touched the surface of like i had no idea this was the thing I remember back in the probably late 90s, early 2000s that for a while there were people were talking about how binaural beats um, can be used like drugs, like that you could actually get high yeah. off listening to them. And that stuff was debunked pretty quickly. But there were studies done that they can help you sleep and, you know, and they can help you relax and you know, if you're, someone like meditates or whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was, I wanted to share that with you. I didn't know that you would have that negative a reaction. To it, I mean, there's some stuff that got edited out I, just for listeners. <laughs> then Rob going, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" Yeah. so <laughs> maybe I'll just put it at the beginning of the
1: episode. People don't know what the hell's going
0: on. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So um,
1: now, I, I mean, I, I I can say, and I'm happy about this, that I have rarely had trouble falling asleep. I can usually fall asleep just fine naturally. Um, never had to worry about sleeping pills or weird ASMR sleep sounds or anything like that but like when i do um have trouble going to sleep i have a trick that has worked every goddamn time and uh i may have told you about this before it's gonna sound stupid as fuck so i'm gonna put that right up front
0: see See, there's these sheep and then i do math with the sheep Yeah.
1: yeah yeah i try to divide the sheep i don't know if i'm doing it right The i start a dream so like my my whole kind of idea is like um like usually if i can't sleep it's because i'm stressed out about something i'm thinking about something in reality that's just like bothering me and so um i try to get my brain to switch from like thinking about re- reality things to like thinking about something that's completely made up in the hopes that it's going to change my brain's functions to like more of the creative side of my brain and kind of kickstart like you know dream sleep kind
0: of thing that's interesting no we've never we've never talked about that that mm-hmm. is interesting
1: I don't know if it's actually. I, I don't know if there's any scientific backing to that, but it works every goddamn time. Like the, the only like rule that I have is I have to create something in my mind that has never happened in reality. It's completely fabricated, and within five minutes I'm asleep.
0: <clears throat> That's interesting. I mean, I know that one of the the subjects because I've I've read you know I don't want to say extensively on on you know, sleep habits or or whatever, but. I do know one of the things I used to try in, in the most like extreme circumstances was they, they always talk about clearing your head and obviously not thinking about things. But um, I do remember for a period of time, I would use this with some success years ago. And I, I believe this may have been like ancient Chinese secret kind of shit. I think this may have come over from Asia. <laughs> um, but they talk about clearing your mind and, and making that, that, you know, I don't know to call it, that television in your brain. You know, you see things when you're, you're imagining people yeah. or, or whatever completely black and then using your mind to push the black part like further out i'm actually doing shit with my hands and nobody can see this thank god almost like you're using your mind as you put two hands on a wall trying to push the wall away from you and uh i do remember having some success with that the problem was always clearing all that stuff because the more i tried to get that that blank black wall the more I, I would see shit like it was it was like trying to you know what I mean like my brain literally fighting me like going, I'm gonna clear my mind and I'm just gonna see black and darkness and random pictures would pop up of you know and at, at the time but you know of you or you know of, of the website I'm surfing or of my work office or you know what I mean something like that so I had a lot of trouble doing that but when I could it did seem to work pretty effectively
1: yeah yeah I think it's just like and again no science to this no psychology to this it's just like refocusing your mind away from like reality to just something else um in my in my case like i'll be like oh you know where have i never been before i'm I'm fishing in canada or some shit like that and it's just it has to be so foreign that it that it's it's completely made up and like using that kind of creative part of my brain seems to dismiss whatever shit was bothering me and that makes me calm and then boom sleeping so Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I'm not saying that'll work for you, but it's always worked for me.
0: I'm uh, I'm actually looking into getting um as stupid as this sounds uh the sleep headphones where they're like in a headband. Because man, if you fall asleep with earbuds in, like shift wrong on a pillow, all of a sudden you have got like an (laughs) earache, which is a whole different problem. (laughs) So, yeah, I think I'm gonna look into like a pair of Bluetooth. They just look like a headband, but they have like speakers in the ears. Or
1: just hire a pretty lady to whisper in your ear while you're trying to go to sleep, dude.
0: The whispering—I am telling you—I literally—I don't know how many times in life I have <laughs> sat up in bed. Yeah, <laughs> this picture, like I said, being just on the verge of sleep and just like in that 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 <laughs> almost like soft falling feeling of falling asleep, and then having someone whisper right into your head—that would freak me. <laughs> just <laughs> fuck. The, just this is like t- why would you doing... say this is for sleep? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Weird, I did. Um, I did get a little pissed off, and then I, I laughed it off. Uh, um, probably a couple of years ago, I'd put on one of these, you know, guaranteed sleep music things. This asshole had put in random notification sounds into uh, something that allegedly <laughs> is supposed to help you sleep. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go to sleep, so I'm not like reading like the comments or stuff. When I went back and looked at it, people were like, "Ha ha, asshole!" You know, it had like. Like a million thumbs down or whatever, you know, and just a few thumbs up. Cause you're trying to sleep and you're like, oh, what was that? Was that a Facebook email notification? So now you're like opening your eyes and looking at your computer to see what the notification was. And you're like, huh, that's weird. There's no notification. I guess where I heard that sound. Like two minutes later, it happens again. Wow. Yeah. That's just Dickhead. rude. Dickhead. Anyway, there you have it. I'm going to keep bringing you weird shit from the, the dark corners of the Internet. ASMR next week. Oh, what the hell was it called? Have we ever talked about it on the the podcast? Those, uh, I guess men can do it too, but those women who who blow air into their stomachs? No? Nothing? Stuffing. It's called stuffing. Let's not talk about it because we're at the 52-minute mark. Maybe next week we'll talk about (laughs) stuffing.
1: I mean, that's a cliffhanger if I've ever fucking heard one.
0: No, um, we do have one more topic. Rob brought one more topic, and Rob and I are going to differ on this, so I'm gonna let you roll roll out this really cool thing that you came across today. <laughs> all right. So Livius, so are you a fan of Prince? Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've I've a, a, a you know, weird relationship with Prince and that I loved all the stuff from, you know, the eighties and the nineties and even the weird shit when his name was just a symbol when he was the artist formerly known as. Yeah. Uh, the early stuff from that period and then it got a little weird for me and I I'm, I like some of it but a lot of it I, I don't you know what I mean so eh. yes early to mid Prince absolutely adore I've seen Prince live twice were you, were you sad when he died? I was super sad when he died did he have a nickname? I I mean I, I we know, weren't I'm that close random
1: questions like but yeah. like yeah sometimes celebrities have nicknames like Johnny Cash was the man in black I thought he was like his Royal something. Didn't they call him? Like oh, I mean,
0: something? people would refer to him as the purple one and stuff, but I don't, I don't think that that's ever anything that he right. endorsed.
1: Well, maybe while I'm, while I'm talking about this search for Prince's nickname. Um, so I found, uh, I can't remember. I saw this on LinkedIn of all places. Someone had posted this. Um, and then I looked it up when I was trying to explain it or what I shared it with Livius. Uh, we looked it up and there's an article in time that I'm going to read from. Um, Pantone announces a color in honor of his purpleness, Prince, Uh, written by Katie Lang—not K.D. Lang, but (laughs) C.A.D. Weird, it was written by Katie Lang. Um, The only one, anyway. So uh, (laughs) here's a little bit from—I'll just read pieces from the article. Among the many striking things that Prince will be remembered for, one of his one of the overarching characteristics of the musical genius was his affinity for the color purple. Not the book, the color purple, but just the actual color itself. Um, That was my color commentary there. From his wardrobe and instrument selection to his cult classic 1984 film, Purple Rain, the late great purple one, that might be part of a nickname, purple one is in capitals, has long been associated with the the plummy hue. Now, however, the kids, the kids, man, he must have a ton of nicknames. I should have just read the article. Predilection for purple is being officially memorialized with a custom color from Pantone. Made in collaboration with the Prince Estate, named love symbol number two, referencing the copyrighted icon that he used during the time that he was referred to as the artist formerly known as Prince. The color is inspired by his signature purple Yamaha piano. In a statement, Troy Carter, Prince's Estate's entertainment advisor, emphasized the importance of the color purple to Prince's legacy. The color purple was synonymous with who Prince was and will always be. This is an incredible way for his legacy to live on forever.
0: Um, I was right, the purple one. The kid came through, I guess, in his mention because that's who he was in The Purple Rain and subsequently um, Graffiti Bridge, the movie. That was mm-hmm. the character he played. Um, he did have some pseudonyms that he wrote stuff under, but I don't know that I would call those like nicknames. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I haven't kept up with the debacle that is um, Prince's Estate. When I saw that, I instantly I got a little mad. And uh, I, I, here's why. Had Prince have been alive, I would have said, oh, that's kind of cool. When you have something like a celebrity death, and then you have, and, and I, I, I'm not going to say companies capitalizing on it because I, I, you either want purple or you don't. I mean, I don't think that people are now flocking to buy Prince Purple because it's Prince Purple. That being said, they might because they might want to paint a room in, in tribute to Prince or whatever. I don't know. I, it's almost like. Um, trying to think of what the right word is i don't know i, I feel like it's it's, it's a little import taste to do it um after his death when you're selling a product do you think it's exploitation a little bit um i was thinking of god yeah, damn it i can't think what it's called what's that called when like when like white women get dreadlocks and then like black women get mad about it appropriation, appropriation. <laughs> i feel like they culturally appropriated Prince by naming a color after what his name was, that the love symbol is, is how he like what was on his albums and stuff during that period. So really that was his name, an unpronounceable symbol that I just realized I completely just drew in the air while I was talking about it without looking at it. Cause I, yeah. Um, But then there's that whole thing where you said the collaboration with Prince's estate. Um, Prince's estate has already done some things that Prince didn't want done. So I'm not sure who's in charge of his estate right now. But they have already begun violating um, principles that he had or whatever. So, for example, um, his stuff is popping up on Google Play Music, which um, later in his career, he pulled all of his stuff from those subscription-based type music services.
1: Yeah,
0: And he was only selling his products through, I forget the company, but there's a company that um, a lot of artists have gone to after pulling their stuff, and that's the only way you can get their music because they get a much higher percentage than purchasing it through the record company or the one-tenth of a penny they get every time you play it on Spotify. So I'm sure that someone who's better versed in what's going on with Prince, maybe Jesse Lawrence could chime in on this. I'm pretty sure that his estate is not really honoring his wishes, and I don't know that having a color essentially named after him was something that he would have wanted.
1: Hmm. I mean, I don't really see any immediate harm in it. It's not like there people are profiting off of it. So you know much about Pantone at all?
0: No, actually I don't. I, I, I know that I've seen, you know, using Pantone colors. I mean, that's like a standard, right. For colors.
1: Yeah. So Pantone is a company that basically in, they created a, like a, a color system so that, um, and it's primarily used in design and actually probably print. um, So that when you wanted to uh, like, Brands are a great example. If you made a, a an ad for Coca Cola, or designed something for Coca Cola, and you wanted to make sure it was the right red, Coca Cola would tell you which Pantone color to use, like that kind of thing, so that you weren't just kind of figuring, oh, this this is close enough, or whatever. You were using the actual mm-hmm. color. Like, so do they kind of... not? Do they not sell a product? Um, I think where they get money is by um, like design people. I believe you pay to have access to their system or catalog or colors or something. I'm not sure. I exactly. guess they
0: sell something because it's free shipping if you yeah. spend 250 bucks. Sorry, I just popped onto their website. I figured I could kind of answer this question. I'm, I, I'm not really sure exactly what they sell, but yeah. they sell something. But it's, uh, yeah, so now Pantone
1: makes a, has a color matching system. A standardized color reproduction system. By standardizing the colors, different manufacturers in different locations can all refer to the Pantone system and make sure colors match without direct contact with one another. So it's like a it's a it's a standardization of color. Hmm. So um and and to my knowledge, and I know Pantone's th- thousands of colors and everything, I don't know if there's ever been a color named after a celebrity before. So I thought it was kind of unique and 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 actually I would think it would be kind of an honor, but a weird honor
0: yeah i thought you'd Again, be excited I about it i mean i i don't know i will say they have a color of the year every year that's kind of an interesting um yeah. last year greenery was the color of the year uh, i'm sorry for this year for 2017
1: hmm.
0: greenery is the color of the year and it's it's green
1: yeah it's that green right
0: that's yeah, greenery green i guess <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like i said i i, I Part of me, like I said, is more upset because I, I, whenever Prince's estate is doing something, I'm starting to wonder how much of that's a money grab against what he wanted. Yeah. Like, there, that's you pretty- know, there's talk about them releasing stuff that was from his vault, which is stuff that he recorded and locked up and clearly didn't want us to hear, or he would have just put it out as an album. Yeah. So when that comes out, although you want to hear a new Prince, you also think to yourself, like, he didn't want me to hear this. So as cool as it is, and yes, I will listen. You know, the part of me right. says, like, I shouldn't be. Um, David Foster like Wallace, the, the unfinished book.
1: It's like this strip club thing. They're there. The boobs are there. So you're going to touch them. But you're like, should I be touching these boobs?
0: Yeah. The I, I was thinking more of that David Foster Wallace book. Remember much we talked about? Would he have wanted this released half-assed, uh, right. incomplete, yeah. Yeah, back in our first year or whatever when we reviewed that? It's kind of the, the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Dude, so like if you want it... Love symbol number two is the color from Pantone, and if you buy two hundred and fifty dollars or more, you get free U.S. ground shipping. They can't even give you express shipping (laughs) for ordering two hundred and fifty fucking dollars. Jesus Christ! Yeah, booked black. Can we get booked black
1: on there? Ooh, see, now you're already catching in on it. Um, Yeah, we'll have to look into that.
0: You, rob you got anything
1: else for for this week i, I mean aside from the fact that i'm astonished we pushed this over an hour um uh again look out for mine and john's new podcast called stripped <laughs> it's going to be very exciting it's probably going to be the most expensive podcast i've ever participated in yeah
0: you guys are going to definitely have to get a patreon going quick yeah you guys are going to um, pop in and be like listen Patreon funds are a little light this month. We're both gonna have to sit in that chair in the private room, and really, all we've got is twenty six fifty because they take out like twelve percent every time people donate.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then like we try to interview a stripper and get like beat up and arrested and stuff. It's gonna be yeah.
0: <laughs> Another time. Remind me to tell you about the time <laughs> I tried to interview a transsexual prostitute.
1: Oh, I can't wait to hear that.
0: Right, uh, maybe in the next episode <laughs> along with stuffing as this podcast devolves more and more during the lazy summer of podcasting we promise there will be books and uh, and smart talk again at some point in the near future yeah yeah in the very near future uh, I would like to say that Michael Wilson on my side only he listens at fucking podcasts at double the speed he tweeted after listening to the last episode at double the speed
1: yeah oh we were supposed to talk really fast this episode just to piss him off
0: yeah, so I guess we could do that right now, and we could talk about Michael Wilson listening to podcasts at double the speed and how ridiculous that must be for him. Yeah, it's really stupid. I think you should just slow it down and listen to it at the normal speed. Very nice, Rob. I think you did that far better than I did. So, <laughs> All right, um, until next time, um, I'm, I'm still Olivia
1: Sneddon. I remain being Rob Olson, I guess. I was trying to play off of what you did. didn't work. But anyway, keep reading.